unreservedly apologize to everyone for my actions. He had some valuable cum, Ed. Yeah, I think it's a nice looking dunk. Ex-roommate, ding, 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 oh used God. to sex Steve Bing. Steve. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm super happy that you are listening to me through your headphones or on your computer or in your car. That gives me tremendous pleasure. And I'm really stoked that you're here for episode 195 of the show. That's a lot. Primarily, nearly every single one posted on a Wednesday morning. Just as a rule, that's when you can expect it. Not always, but pretty much always. Um, If you would like to reach out, you may. You can do that via email which is the seems to be the preferred method mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address if you have any questions if you just want to offer opinions you can do that but you can also reach out with your life coaching questions for instance the guy last week i believe his name was justin who wanted to know what he should do about um dating a girl who is skinny with huge boobs which he was concerned might be an issue for him. Um, so that's the kind of questions you can ask us. You can ask us any kind of question you want. Reach out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Additionally, via voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. We actually did get a lot of um, jubilant Astros World Series voicemail, but it was kind of we kind of lost the moment because we didn't have a normal show. We did our Karate Kid 2 review podcast that week, so... Um, I appreciate everybody that reached out and consoled me on my Dodgers loss and rejoiced in their own Astros victory. Um, but, you know, it's, we kind of lost the moment in terms of playing that stuff on the air. But uh, I don't want you to be discouraged. That's why I bring it up. 949-464-TBLS. Like our Facebook page. That is so key. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Go there. Become involved in the conversation there. And, of course... I read some reviews last week. iTunes. Go to iTunes. Click five stars. Tell us what you think of the show in a review there. That would be very much appreciated. And if you so desire, if you already are a patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle contributor, you would have heard, and it was it hurt me last week to use the content I used for Patreon, but I wanted to do something special that only those people that contribute could hear uh, because I think it was like some of the funniest shit we'd ever done uh, where we discussed the most popular male Japanese porno actor who spoiler alert has some disease that makes him look like a little kid so he's an adult but he looks like a six-year-old child and he he acts participates in Japanese porno. So if you're a patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle subscriber, you can go there and listen to that portion of the show that we put up there because it was pretty genius in my opinion. 
You know who was really funny on it? Co-host of the show, Ed Daly, who joins us now. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, a friend pointed out, was talking to me about that Chipotle guy that ate for a year straight there. Yeah, we, we talked about that last week. Some dude in Ohio, Midwestern Florida, had decided to uh, attempt the world record for eating at Chipotle. Chipotle the most days in a row, which is just mm-hmm. asinine that anyone even keeps track of that. But he was he was pushing for a year when we spoke last week. Do you have an update? Yeah, well, my friend pointed out the thing that we missed that was very important. He was doing this during the E. coli scare. So oh, he was probably true. trying to kill himself. That's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that he was undeterred. <laughs> like, remember by that. their their shares were like their their stock yeah. price plummeted. Like they were closing stores. It was this whole thing? And this guy's like, no, yeah. I'm I'm never stopping. He was the, trying to kill himself. Yeah, he might have. I mean, <laughs> what if he did contract E. coli? Do you think he would just push through, like he, vomiting no. and shitting in his local Chipotle? He's his name's Bruce Wayne. He was the Batman. Yeah, Superman. He's impervious. He's basically a ninja. Um, um, there's yep. one thing I, I wanted to talk about that, Let's uh, talk about I know it. people get real touchy when it, it somehow resembles politics, but this is a comedy show and some of yeah. the funniest shit has happened in comedy in the last week, funny or frightening or whatever. Right. In politics. And there are like, these are legit and don't, you know, get on me about mainstream media, whatever, like Washington Post, mm-hmm. Politico, like lamestream legit. media. Yeah, legit news sources. These are some of the headlines or like main story ideas that I, I just, you know, I didn't put into the, you know, the show topics, but this these are crazy. Uh just today I read that the the recent Trump federal judge nominee used oh, yeah, to hunt ghosts in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. He was a ghost hunter. Yeah. Um he's also uh, like th- not he didn't pass the bar and he's like no, not No, yeah, he's judge yeah. material. Which a ghost hunter. That's that yeah. seems like something from the Dirty John daughter. That that girl right. would be into. Right. Yeah. Hunting ghosts. Yes. Um. This was in, I think it was Politico. Yeah. Trump had the White House chefs try to recreate McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese and a fried apple pie. Oh, interesting. Like he could have them make anything in the world. Yeah. And he just wants them to recreate McDonald's. Also, you could just have McDonald's brought to you. Well, I think that's what he eventually did. He had the Secret Service just go get it for him because he was so pissed off that the the chefs couldn't make it as shitty and greasy as McDonald's. Right. It's a McDonald's is a very specific flavor. It's because it's but, got seventy pounds of sodium in every bite. <laughs> right. Like it. But why? Why would that be? Right. That like that's a that's a you're at a rest stop or an airport. Sure. Like, you're on the road. That's not destination shopping. No, for sure. Um, it's just, yeah, any port in a storm. Also, just have a cheese, like, can you just make me a cheeseburger? Like, you, right. don't, you don't need I'm a, not. Like, I'm not opposed to a good cheeseburger. No. Right? It can be delicious, but, like, yeah. why would the goal be, why would the goal be to make McDonald's? Did you? Did that's, I, that's a sad burger. I'm sure I discussed, I've discussed on this show the period of time where I was a short order cook at... Swenson's ice cream parlor. And I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, I was, that's, I worked there. I cooked 
And during that time, you know, I was like pretty much high the entire time. We would get bored in the kitchen and we would try to recreate the fast food burgers out of boredom. Like try to get like oh, the wow. right the right patty size and all the ingredients. You could and- never use enough salt though. No, you know, it's, and, but it was all like, it was, cl- it, obviously it wasn't the thing, but it, you know, you could get pretty close to the thing, but it was, the problem is, is like we had real ingredients with real meat and like You're real, already real fucked cheese up there. and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah, You can't use stuff. real stuff. Yeah. Um, alt-right are boycotting Jim Beam because Myla Kunis is the spokeswoman and oh. she said she was using some of her money to donate to Planned Parenthood. Oh. So- so She's now they out. can't drink whiskey. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the the Roy Moore story that he was banned from a mall for cruising teenagers. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> and the 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 best one is all these dipshits destroying their two hundred dollar coffee makers. Oh no, that's that's really good. And and like the videos are like, share this. This will drive libs nuts. Like. Yeah, you destroying care? like an expensive coffee maker. How does that? I mean, that doesn't affect anybody. Who? Just you. You're the only person it affects because now you can't make your expensive coffee. I know you're not a coffee drinker, but those things make the worst coffee. Oh, I thought they. I read they were like 100, 200 bucks. No, they're very expensive because they're they're I'm very not convenient. Saying, I'm not saying price means it's great. No, I'm no, just no, saying no, no. like. No, it's a it's a it's a very convenient cup of coffee. It's an easy hot cup of coffee quickly, but it's like so you don't have to like brew a whole pot of coffee or whatever. But they're um it's I've never I don't like the coffee. It's interesting to me that like someone stops advertising on a show and you're like, boycott this fucking company. There's they stopped advertising. What about the Millions of companies that never chose to advertise on that show that boycotted right. by not like they did their own stop advertising by never starting. Are you like, you gonna boycott them? Well, I saw Andy Richter tweeted out and he's like, sort of that same thing. He's like, well, you know, what about all the other companies that chose not to advertise with them in the first place? I think you should start smashing all of your appliances. Yeah, that's right. Just, but this whole boycott thing, like, corporations don't care about you. No, they, they opted to pull out of uh, Hannity because he was defending a kid toucher, and that's not good for business for them. Yes. But they they don't care. No. I mean, Peyton Manning shows up, whoever pays him. Papa yeah. John's, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, there are a couple companies with a conscience, but overall, you care about share prices. Like, Yeah, and that's, they, that's they, how they it figured works. it out. Like, they know what's a good decision to make and what's, like, where to be. Where to, if what, that's Sean what Hannity to align with. Was, Right, was so important for them, and being associated with him was so important, they wouldn't have pulled it. Right. They want to be in front of certain eyes, if it makes sense. But if it doesn't make sense, then they go find those eyes somewhere else. I was talking to somebody about Under Armour, like they're, they're, they're disappointing, having a disappointing year, and they... I guess they laid off some people, yeah. and people are like, "Well, it's because the uh, CEO aligned with Trump." It's like, no, it's because those Steph Curry shoes look like nursing yeah. shoes. Yeah, like that's it's, why like, they have design issues. I think like right. Under Armour, like it's not, their products are it's good. Not a, right, it's not because yeah, it's not because fucking you know Trump or anything. There, there are a million comp- companies that support Trump that people keep shopping at. Like, sure, it's not that. 
But these people with their boycotts, who's yeah. who's getting upset by this? Nobody cares. I don't know. Nobody cares. They forget after a while. Um, yeah. I spent the weekend in Austin, Texas. Oh, good town. Oh, my God. What a good town. That I went to the Texas-Kansas game, watch, yeah. my, watch my Longhorns whoop up on the mm-hmm. Jayhawks. Um, is just so fun. The, the Texas campus or, you know, surrounding area, they have tailgating just so fucking dialed in. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just these huge raging tailgates, like every couple hundred feet with fucking smokers going and beer and music. And it's just it was just was so fun. I ate some good barbecue, hung out in the beer garden, went to the game. I mean, it's just so fun. I love that town. I for sure will be back soon. Thank you, Austin. Yeah, I love it there. I went there. The only game I went to, it was Texas BYU. Oh, and yeah. it was funny seeing all the pasty Mormons like wandering around the tailgate being like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Look at those women. Like they're all, yes. <laughs> their minds are blown. Where can we get a Sprite? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great time. I had a blast in Austin this weekend. Okay. Yeah, it's a great time. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Quick email. Oh, also the local Austin scenery. Yes, the talent oh, is strong. God. Fantastic scenery. Just really, really... Mm-hmm. Lot to look at down there. Um, okay, email. Brian and Ed, I was so angry with your decision to review Karate Kid 2 that I walked away from Team Current episode. Of course, he's talking about episode 193 of the show where we reviewed that movie. Go back and check it out if you haven't already. As a general rule, I don't do sequels unless it's the Godfather part two after a week long cooling off period. I guess he's never seen Caddyshack too, Ed. Oh, Jackie Mason. I went ahead and caught episode 193. Is there anybody more hot and cold than Dan Aykroyd? He's so bad in so I many just, things, but he's also he been great. He doesn't say no. Right, right. Cause the talent is clearly there. Yeah. But he just never says no. Yeah. I went ahead and caught episode 193, so I'm back on the team. It was good to hear from Stevie LMU, special guest, Reality Steve, after so many years. And Jay Stu, well, he was Jay Stu. Jay, people love Jay Stu. His, his appeal is hard to put a finger on. but They all love it. People love him. At the end of the podcast... You briefly mentioned a Cobra Kai retrospective. Have you seen the Billy Zabka directed video from 10 years ago? They got the whole gang back together. I found it hysterical, but in some serious need of editing. And then he's offered the link. I'll never lose faith in you guys again. Adam near Sugarland, not to be confused with Adam in Sugarland. Um, I don't know that I want to watch that. I feel like it would just be so sad. Uh, I mean, the thing with Zabka is he was great. He played a great villain. Oh, yeah. But his, Back to his character 
had its arc. So that's why this like this new show that they're filming with Machio, like I don't know, like he had the whole arc, and then like yeah. by the end he was sort of like accepting, he and he yeah. was he was a good guy. Like he, you know, he was all right, and then. You know, they started him off in Karate Kid 2, yep. just showing that he was like a regular kid and his teacher was a, a psychopath. I would like and to. And that was yeah, it. Yeah. I would like to know if he can, because what we learned from Steve and LMU when he was on the show was that the beginning of Karate Kid 2 was actually supposed to be the right. ending of Karate Kid 1. But considering it's a whole second thing, even though you don't have to show up and be in it, do you still get your fir- full quote? Like I you, think if, you, if they use you, to. they got to give you your number, right? They got to just. I think I think that's true. They maybe you know they at least have to pay him something. Yeah, I remember there was a lawsuit for the guy who played Crispin Glover in the sequels. I remember of, uh, that too. I read about that when they we li- talked about that movie on the show. Yeah, they just hung him upside down so you couldn't quite tell it wasn't him. And he was wearing like older makeup. So, and he tried suing for that money because he's like, well, you're using my likeness. And somehow they, they just didn't have they, to pay. And the guy that played McFly in the second movie, who was really playing Crispin Glover playing McFly, didn't he? He turned out to be somebody. Oh, he did? Yeah, I think he was a, like not but like a known character actor. I could be wrong. We'll look that up. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I remember that he had a, he had, well, this McFly, Crispin Glover, who was odd. He had problems with the script. He didn't like the whole, um, commercialism. Yeah. He didn't like the commercialism. I don't think he was real comfortable with, um, Biff, the rapist being sort of like brought back into the fold as the car washer. Well, that's true. You would you wouldn't you wouldn't ask a rapist to go wash your car after. You would just want him in jail or right. far away. He tried tried to rape his wife, his eventual wife, mother of yeah. his children. Um but but Adam's original point about like, well, I couldn't do Karate Kid 2. I mean, we did the first one which I liked. Yeah. Karate Kid 1 is a fun movie. Yeah. But overall, the goal is to pick those movies that really there's fundamental problems. You right. can't do Godfather two. You can't do like a great movie. No. What would you say about it? Like, oh, De Niro's amazing. He's playing young Marlon Brando, and he's fucking so good. Right. And uh, as far as sequels, I agree for the most part, especially comedy sequels, because. If you it's do impossible. like James James Bond, it could just be a new adventure. That's right. one thing. But comedy, they just tell the same jokes. It's yeah. terrible. Well, the thing, the, um, what's what's cool about comedy? Like, I never saw the second Anchorman. But what's what's funny about Anchorman is being introduced to all the characters. Like, that's what's funny. Like, once you already know who the people are. They can't do that again where you get to know them and how weird they are and funny they are. So they, they have to find a new way to be funny, and it never works. Right. So, yeah, uh, it's almost impossible. But we're not, we don't review good movies on this show. Like, what's the yeah, – why we've we, got, we did, we we did Soul Man. Right. Although, <laughs> it does have a place. That was – like, this most recent one was the worst of the movies we've done. Totally. By far. Um, uh, Soul well, Man. The ones we're yeah. kicking around are yeah. are impressive. Yeah, we'll do more for the next time. We're doing something pretty creepy. Yeah, definitely. Also, it's Travis Rogers 
sometime guest of the show has announced he wants to review Fast Times at Ridgemont High on this show. Although it's going to be tough. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. There are places. There are places that need to be discussed in mind, especially Ratner. Yeah, the period. Yes. There's a lot like Ron from Pacific Stereo, Timon. Like, who's sexing Timon? Look at the guy. Like, it's shocking. A lot of shocking things happening there. Um, So we, we will do that. But we appreciate the advice, Adam near Sugarland. Thank you. Uh, okay, speaking of karate, so sport, what else is going on in the world of niche sports, Ed? <laughs> well, Manchester United recently sent a scout to check out the Icelandic national team. Man, I'm you. I'm guessing for, like, for potential players. I guess they just scout all these international games for the best players. Right. Um, so the scout bought a plane ticket and showed up at the stadium in Reykjavik where nobody was playing. Apparently, the scout didn't realize Iceland's game was being played in Qatar. Oh, Cutter. Ryan, what year are we expecting the city of Manchester, England to get the internet? (laughs) Also, aren't they like the most valuable sports franchise in the world? Like, I think so. They're they like on those lists, they like beat the Cowboys. Yes, like I feel like they would know when and where things are going down and they would have like a travel department that wouldn't just be like, Oh, Iceland's playing must be in Iceland. Cause you know, these friendlies, that's what they're called at friendlies. These friendlies happen all over the place. Don't know where Iceland's playing. Speaking of Iceland is Iceland is anywhere hotter than Iceland right now. I mean, in terms of a travel destination, First of all, you went there like last summer or the summer before. I went there last year last and year. it was after a ton of people I had already heard of had gone there. I feel like once I've gone there, it's probably pretty played out. Every week, it seems like I see somebody on Facebook that's like, off to Iceland, just got back from Iceland. Here I am in Iceland. Like, okay, I get it. Iceland. I mean, I'd like to check it out too. I think what, what, is cool about it is it's so different. Yeah. There are no trees. There's no grass. No. There's moss and volcanic rock. Like it, it just feels like you, you travel to the moon. It's just weird. And the people are very nice, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, they're weird oh. and, uh, oh, yeah. but, but, but yeah, they're, but I'm saying like you go to Australia and you're like, yeah. those are cool people. Like right. they're fun to hang out with. These Iceland people, they're just like kind of, Oddball fishermen types. Yeah. They eat some weird food, right? A lot of herring. Yeah. A lot Pick, of pickled stuff. Pickled things, yeah. So good for the gut. Uh, okay. What else is going I know, on, Ed? Uh, all right. Uh, for, former World Series MVP Josh Beckett was reportedly arrested in Texas after he jumped on stage and flattened the lead singer of a country band in an open mic night performance. Yeah. According to TMZ, the singer of the band told cops he suffered serious injuries to his arm, neck, and shoulder from the incident, including a torn rotator cuff and dislocated shoulder. Now, Beckett, I guess, was uh, trying to stage dive, and he dove the wrong way. So, Brian, how effective do you think his dove-in-the-wrong-direction legal defense will be against the impending lawsuit? Um, I just, I've been pretty drunk before. 
I've never been that drunk. Like if you, if you're so drunk that you're tackling the lead singer at some open mic thing, like you, right. you, ha- you have a problem with alcohol, right? Yes, because there's, there, there can be no thoughts going through your head. It's not mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to take this singer out because you've got a crowd of people staring at you. So, you know, you can't get away with it. It doesn't seem like he and the the singer had some sort of beef. No, he I think just, he was just that shit faced. You know how sometimes you get drunk and you invent scenarios in your brain, like you think, <laughs> think you know, you think a situation is one thing and it isn't. Well, he's very broy, right? I I mean, he's from Texas. I know that much. Right, and he's got. I remember he was like a Boston Red Sox. Guy. And he was a Dodger too, right? Yeah, at the end. They had to take it was one of those deals. They wanted to get Adrian Gonzalez and the Red Sox are like, you can ha- you can have Adrian Gonzalez, but you gotta take all our expensive shit. So here's Carl Crawford, here's Beckett. And they did it. Um I would definitely have some injuries if I were that singer too. You wanna take a guess as to what Josh Beckett's career earnings were ed i feel like he didn't have quite as long a career as you would think because he he was great at the beginning yeah but you know those guys get paid i'm thinking he got paid still he got paid around a hundred million dollars pretty close he played 12 years oh okay i was thinking like seven yeah, he and you know you don't get your you you got to get through arbitration, so you can't really make any big money till after you get through arbitration. So, but then you get that one big contract. Everybody gets one if you play well. You get one big contract. If you're lucky, you get two. He got one. He made in his twelve year career a hundred and sixteen and a half million dollars. Oof. That's pretty yeah, good. You take that hit. If he's diving towards you, you make yeah. sure you 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 act like you're taking a charge in the lane. Yeah, you're taking this one on for sure. You might have some life, some yeah, rotator cuff, extended elbow trauma from that tackle that just might need you might need physical therapy forever after that. I'm sure the alcoholic stupor was worth it. You know how you get, sometimes you get drunk and you're like, oh my god. Did I say anything embarrassing? <laughs> Did I tear the rotator cuff of yes. the singer? Yes. Did I just cost myself $3 million? Uh, okay, Ed, what else is going on? Horse jockey Dylan Caboch was riding She's Ronaldo's Girl at Port Lincoln Racehorse in Australia. The horse was being uncooperative, so Caboch dismounted, turned on the horse, and punched it in the stomach. He suspended two weeks and offered this apology. I want to genuinely, sincerely, and unreservedly apologize to everyone for my actions. I understand this was completely unacceptable. Now, the horse finished eighth out of ten. Brian, two questions. One, do you think the horse even felt the punch? And two, why are 95% of these horse names straight up garbage? (laughs) It's true. It's true. Um... 
she's Ronaldo's girl. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Well, it's like, oh, it's kind of like you watch the Westminster dog show, kennel club dog show. And isn't that, it's isn't that like a Thanksgiving thing? Don't, isn't that when they put it on? I don't know, but I'll tell you what: if you run into it, it's hard to turn it off because you you I start. Feel like my mother in law is always watching it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you start to have favorites. You're watching it, and you're like, "Oh, it's the Hound Group's coming up," because you're like, "Fuck the toy miniature bullshit group." Like, fuck them. Right. But when those hounds come up and the working dogs, you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Look at that. So, you know, like. You start betting favorites, but they all, they have to have a name. First of all, their name is like Fluffy or Steve, but then, but they, but their like professional name has to show their breeding, like who they were sired by and all that. And I I think that, um, I think that, uh, horse racing, they try to do the same thing where they're like this, you know, if someone was sired by, Barbaro, they'll like put like a a nod to Barbaro in the name. Look at me pulling a horse name out of my hat. By the way, I think that's like the worst. is that the one that they killed? That's the that's, I think they did. Yeah, I think he. <laughs> that's well, the one they shot on the track. No, right? no, like, no, 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 no. They kept him. Or something? No, they they should have shot him on the track. But he was he had some valuable cum, Ed. So they ha- uh. they had to. Try to keep them alive, and then you know normally Just beat them off as much as yes, possible. Normally, a horse breaks his leg, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, that's it! Like this can't. It needs four legs to walk around, and one's broken. It's fucked. It can't live like that." But they try to keep that Barbaro's leg. They were doing every. They were splinting it. They were shooting it up. Surgery. They did everything they could to keep that Barbaro standing on his own four feet, so that he could fuck some mares later. I don't think it worked out though. I uh, I think yeah. like for these names. I mean Barbara's pretty terrible. I don't even know. That must be you know related to somebody or Exactly. But, exactly. But often it's it, you know, if it's not like that, it's like paperwork on Fridays or Eagle's Eye. Yeah. Like something yeah. really lame. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe the best names are all the gay code names. Oh, interesting. Gentlemen of the Piers, three lengths ahead. <laughs> oh, diagonal, diagonal sleeper. sleeper on, by a nose. On the rail. <laughs> <laughs> Early botanist coming from behind. It's midnight botanist down the stretch. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, no surprise, by the way, that a jockey tried to fuck up a horse because there is no angrier, drunker, more cantankerous group of tiny people than fucking jockeys. They're so, their lives are horrible because they're small, but they have to stay like extra small. So yeah, this guy's like five, like five, five, one ten is like pushing it. It's like huge for a jockey. They got to really like puke themselves. They got a toilet in the locker room just for puking. It's, It's only hard booze, right? Like yeah. that's all yes. they can do. Exactly. The like that. That's it. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they and brush they, their teeth with that shit. Yeah, they, are. they love to drink because they're so angry, and it's a real cutthroat job. Like if you don't win, they're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And they put the groom on the horse. Like 
you're in, there's a few guys that are like superstars that are really good, but the rest of them are just fucking hoofing it to some track in West Virginia, like sleeping in the barn. It's a fucking hard life. And they're, they're pissed. Like those guys are super pissed. (laughs) Um, what else? I saw some stuff I wanted to talk about. Oh, Jared update. Remember, remember Jared in, in, of all the unlikely pitch men, Subway. The guy with zero charisma. Yeah. Subway. Somehow. I don't know how Jared was discovered, but somewhere. He was like the Chipotle guy. Yeah. That that was his thing. Somewhere along the line, they found out that some guy at Indiana University who was like 500 pounds, like he wasn't Walter Hudson territory. Shout out to episode 194, by the way, our discussion of Walter Hudson like you're just yeah. not going to hear other shows talk about that. Right. He's only the only the sixth fattest human in medical history. Ed. Um, right. We made we and we went through the list, right? Yes. Even Haystacks Calhoun made a mention. There was a woman ahead of Walter Hudson on the list, oh, yeah. and a dude from. But she was tall. Remember, she, she was five kind seven. Of tall for she was five seven. Yeah. <laughs> and a dude and a dude from Saudi Arabia. Oh, um, that's right. A lot of a lot that's of pita pita. Yeah. Um. So. Somewhere along the line, somebody's like, there's this guy at Indiana University, and he's like the RA in the dorm. And he used to be like 700, no, he was like 450 pounds. And he decided by some fucking stroke of genius that instead of like eating a bunch of McDonald's, Big Macs and shit, like pies, he's going to bounce out to Subway every day and he's going to get a six inch sub for lunch and for dinner he's going to have a 12 inch sub and he's going to do that every fucking day and before you know it he was just like sort of chubby like by the way this Jared he was not like fucking Mr. Olympia he was like a doughy piece of shit even when even at the peak of his powers he was not like Mr. Fitness But anyway, somehow this Subway brand, they've hitched their wagon to this guy. And like it was known that, um, you know, stories came out about him while he was at Indiana University that he had just the fucking killer porno collection to the for the millennials in the audience used to have to watch porno on these things called videotapes. And you would have to like fast forward and it was, you know, back and forth and it was just was not the ideal situation. But this guy had like this amazing collection of porno videotapes that he used to rent out. He had like his own porno blockbuster in his fucking <laughs> dorm room, which is a little weird, I think. But anyway, they still hitched their wagon to this guy and he was making fucking big bucks pitching the Subway brand. He was in all the commercials. He'd go around. And they, they went too far with him because then they couldn't get out of it. Right. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were tied to him. He was the fucking spokesman and he would go around. He'd open restaurants. He owned a bunch, which is a, just a fucking cash cow. I think Subway's the number one franchise in America, or at least it was for a while. And he was in on that. He owned at least a dozen Subways. So he was fucking in the mix. He would go out and talk about how he used to be a fat ass. And one thing he would do that, that would disturb me, Ed, is he would he would go around and he'd hold up those pants. He'd, 
Yeah, the big pants. He kept his pants from when he was a giant fat ass, and he'd go around and he'd hold them up, show them to people like, look how fat I used to be. And that was a little disturbing. Yeah, a buddy of, uh, or not a buddy, uh, a guy I talked to that was like at one point worked on the advertising for Subway. Yeah. Said he was like, he was the biggest diva he worked with of like all the celebrities. Like he had worked with a bunch of celebrities. And he's like, this guy was the biggest pain in the ass. Number one. And they, and he was always cranky because they had to jam him in the the Spanx before the commercials because he really. Yeah. Yeah, He was doughy. That that wasn't a sustainable. Right. I mean, he was. He just wasn't doing so well, so they had to just really wedge him into the Spanx before every commercial shoot. And he was super cranky. Right. And a lot of people don't remember that Subway, at one point, they tried to bring along a new Jared. And this guy was more of an alpha. Did they? Yeah. He had the same, like, Midwestern appeal. Like, he was a nerdy white guy. They tried to go coy and Vance with him? Right. Dukes of Hazzard? Well, they they were like doing concurrent spots you had subway you had jared spots and then you had spots bizarro jared clay henry two first names i don't know about this guy hell yeah clay henry was out there and clay henry was like a firefighter and clay henry was like a fit midwestern white guy much more healthy looking and i don't i think he also used to be a fat ass i think that he had like the same backstory minus the porno dorm room but this comes, yeah, right. And the glasses and <laughs> the underbite. But this, this Clay Henry, he just didn't catch on. And I can only imagine that this Jared, who we learned later, was sort of a vindictive cunt. You know, this Jared, he was not happy with Clay Henry, and he did what he needed to do to fucking stomp out this whole Clay Henry campaign. And before you know it, he was gone. Well, anyway, turns out Jared, among his love of sandwiches, he also had another love, and that was molesting children. (laughs) And that is one of those things that you just do not want to tie your brand to. Like of all the things you don't want associated with your sandwiches, number one Gotta be child molestation. <laughs> That's the worst. Followed closely by um, Boston sports fandom. But he, this, so they find out this Jared, he's a, a kitty diddler, a, the worst kind. He would like pay moms to like prostitute their teenage daughters to yeah, him. Yeah, like take him across state lines yes, and stuff. Like yeah. he, was, he was really going for it. And in retrospect, you learn about this guy. He wasn't really hiding it. Like lots of people know knew about his predilections, uh, but apparently the right people didn't know, like his wife. But eventually they found out and old Jared had to cop a plea and he's doing hard time in federal prison now. He well, got beaten up last year, right? Yeah, he got his ass kicked at one point. But I think he's also, because he's rich from his fucking subway days. Like, he's, I'm sure he's gotten sued and whatnot, and he's paid out some settlements. And the wife divorced him, so she took a big chunk. But this fucking guy owned 12 subways on top of the millions he was pulling in from his 
pitch man duties. So he's probably doing all right. And so he's, he's can run his own, he can run shit in the prison cause he can pay for protection, but he's, he's, yeah, but yeah, you need to still, I mean, just cause you have money, he's, he's getting shaken down for that money. He's gotta, he's gotta be paying a ton in protection money, right? For sure. He's definitely, but you know how it is like cigarettes go a long way in prison. Like you, you can probably right, but they see Jared with his gums and his Mickelsons, yeah, and they're true. going to they're yeah. going to double the price, triple the price. Yeah, but still, I feel like you could you could get somebody to really you could get the biggest toughest dude in there to watch your back for like three hundred bucks a week, maybe less, maybe a couple really? hundred bucks a week. I'm guessing. I don't know. I've, I've never done time in the federal pen, Ed. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Hey, f- former federal prisoners that listen to the show, reach out. What kind of, I know, I'm pretty sure he went to like a, there's a name for it, like a special pedo prison down in Florida where it's like the pederasts are more safe because they're mostly among their own kind. So they don't. Well, that's not good. Well, it's better than the, it's probably easier for the, for the people that warehouse the criminals to not have people trying to kill the pedos every day. Yeah. But it's despite his money, I'm concerned that Fogel, Jared Fogel, Subway Jared, may be getting some questionable legal advice, Ed. Because it sounds like he's getting desperate on the appeals, so much so that he's going the Wesley Snipes route. Oh, <laughs> he! This government isn't in charge of me. Defense ex- exactly. He's declared himself a sovereign citizen, and as such, cannot be governed by the laws of any land <laughs> or government. You can't imprison me. I'm from Youth Grabistan. I feel like oh, that's good. I feel like I feel like <laughs> there's a bunch of. Dudes in Montana with AR-15s on their lap right now and wearing all camo that are just nodding their head, like pr- printing yeah, out Clive their and own, Bundy. Yeah, those guys printing out their own money, and they're like, "Yep, exactly. Yeah, this is good defense." <laughs> uh, if if Fogel is now claiming to be sovereign, the se- the Seventh Circuit has rejected theories of individual sovereignty, immunity from prosecution, and their ilk. Regardless of his theory, Fogel's challenge of this court's jurisdiction is rejected. So he struck out on that one, Ed. Um, It may surprise you to hear that Fogel did not actually come up with this appeal on his own. Oh, he had had a prison lawyer. (laughs) He has a, a prison lawyer, Frank Pate, a former Scientologist. Uh, who's well. in, who's in for developing a Ponzi scheme targeting other Scientologists? If is, you believe in Scientology, yes, like really any defense seems like it makes perfect sense to you. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty much true. like well, that that works for me. Of course, uh, he's sovereign. Um, so strike two or three for Jared. Hopefully, uh, we'll hear from him soon. Um, I don't know what's going on with his finances, but I am wondering if he got to keep the pants. (laughs) 
Well, maybe the next move is to take those pants and and uh, pull an Aaron Hernandez with them. Like you could all. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think he can? Uh, do you think he can like call for the call for the pants? Like he's like guards, <laughs> guards. You know how like you guards. Can, you could pay off the guards and shit. Like he runs his cup, his tin cup along $300 the bars. $300 if you yeah. look the other way and hand me my yeah. size just, 58s. Just, just one last time, Charlie. Bring me the pants. Just bring me the pants. <laughs> um, if the friend of the show. How do you think his, his physique is? Oh, he's fat. You know, he's no fat. six inches, but... Now he gets shit on a shingle he, and all the gym time he wants. Well, no, because you get, you just get the food. You get your three hots and a cod in there, but you also get commissary where you can buy shit. Oh, so he's getting, he's just buying Doritos yeah, and shit with it. Yeah, food. and it's like honey buns. The big one I know of <laughs> from watching MSNBC is honey buns are the big ones. And that that's like the big cash in there. Also, cup of soup. Very popular. You get some cup of soups that you can heat up in your cell. You get some honey buns. Use those as but cash. I think I read. I'm not joking. I think I read the honey buns. They were at a premium for different reasons. Oh, really? Really? Like yeah. I, sexual. I think I read that or saw that in one of these little documentaries. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, we'll see what happens with him. But I imagine he's going to come out pretty fast. I mean, he's going to get out. I think he only got Is like. He? Yeah, I mean, he got like 15 years, I think. And I don't know mm. what. Let's look that up. Jared. Jared Fogel. Well, he'll be a pretty, he'll be a pretty productive member of society when he gets out. I can uh, see. He, he really added a lot of value to Earth. Yeah, he got 15 years in 2015. So... Um, so yeah, like he, five years he's out. Yeah, he was looking at fifty, and I don't know how these the what the federal, how much time you got to do in federal, the federal joint. But uh, I, I yeah, I would say like maybe seven or eight. Mm. Oh no, with a minimum, can't, can't he's got to he's no. got to do a minimum of thirteen before. Becoming eligible for release. So somebody, somebody out there that keeps track of these things, put in your Google calendar right now, 2028, Jared gets out of right. prison and then we'll have a look at him when he gets out. Cause I, I imagine he's going to be pretty fucking fat. Can't wait for a second act. He's, he's a really interesting guy. Yeah, he really is. Who could have seen that? Oh, Probably write a book. Here's from 2016. Jared Fogle has gained 30 pounds just three months into his prison sentence. Well, Ed, that was more than a that was a year and a half ago. So 18 months mm. times. You might need those old pants for a different reason. Yeah, 18 months. That's another 180 pounds. He's gained 210 pounds since he's been in prison. So the guy's over 400 pounds now. Jared. Wow, unbelievable. Wow. Uh, okay. What else is going on here? I got some more stuff to talk about. Oh, Ed, remember a while back when it's a few years ago, and this is not funny, but this these people were on a Mediterranean cruise, and mm. the, the captain of the cruise was some Italian dude, 
Oh and yeah, that was that was a rough story. He had the skanky Russian girlfriend that he wanted to show off to. So he's he's while they're at dinner one night, he like tells the first mate or whatever, "Hey, so as we're cruising by this peninsula or whatever it is up here, wave to the um, go pull close to the land in this big ass ship ship." to my girlfriend so she can wave to some of her friends or something I think was the thing well the fucking ship hit some rocks because they came too close to the land and the fucking a whole bunch of people died like the ship sunk pretty much it listed over well he also he also like took off before like he tried to I think he tried to escape like like a sixth grader who broke a window playing baseball in the backyard yeah, like thought if he just ran away, the problem. Would no, you, I think yeah. he he found. You know, didn't he like try to take off on a, yes. a boat and like yeah. disappear? Yeah, it's like you know Titanic, that movie that you love. The um, the captain on Titanic, he fucking was like, I gotta hang out. Like, water looks pretty fucking cold. The ship's going down, but I gotta fucking die here on the ship because I'm the goddamn captain. I'm the captain now. I think he said. And but this captain, is, <laughs> that's from the Tom. Hat, that's from oh, Captain. Well, I don't, I'm not. I get my movies confused. Sometimes. <laughs> but this captain, oh, Tom Hanks's New Hampshire accent in that movie. Oh my god. Oh, I thought. Oh, but I thought he was great in that. Movie. I mean, he's he's all he's Tom Hanks. Like Tom Hanks can do no he's wrong. The he's the best. Everyone loves him. We better not. Find, we better not find out that he's like yeah, banging. He's fucking gross. Like, he's he's forcing like the. The craft service chicks and the and the PAs to like blow him in his in his trailer. I'll be super bummed right. out about that. Uh, but the accent, like lose the accent, is very distracting to me. Anyway, well, I want to say that to a region of the country, lose the accent. I agree. Well, how about the how about the top middle? What's that accent all about? Like the Wisconsin, Chicago, Midwestern. Yeah. Oh, that thing needs to go. There you go. You got the Fargo. Yeah. Oh, those are kind of fun. I kind of like those ones. They're kind of fun for a TV show, but can you imagine if you just have to do regular talking with them? Uh, no, that would be awful. Yeah. If you had to hear that every day. Oh, so grating. Uh, well, anyway, this, uh, so this guy, he's, he crashed the ship and killed a bunch of people. And he, yeah, like you were saying, he fucking jumped off. He did the opposite of what the Titanic captain did. He, just he cut and ran. He's like, I'm fucking out of here with my Russian girlfriend. So recently, another cruise, and I didn't know you could cruise these places. Some some cruise was rolling down the coast of the African continent, which seems like a bad idea because that's where Tom Hanks had had his problems on the on the west coast, though. Yeah. Oh, there's no. I, I think he. I think that this cruise is on the east coast. Oh, that. it is. Wait, isn't that Somalia? No, Somalia is on the east coast, isn't it? Yeah, Somali pirates, right? Oh yeah, Somalia. Somalia, you're right. That's the Mogadishu. Horn, right? Yeah. So they're yeah, yeah. they're. I, I don't know. What you know, they're rolling. This ship is rolling up the coast or whatever, and they're supposed to swing by Madagascar, and but unlike. The um, Italian captain, this captain, I don't know his uh, 
I don't know his uh, provenance. He might have been Italian also. He's rolling up the coast, and they're supposed to stop in Africa or in Madagascar, which is apparently very beautiful. It's like one of these really untouched places. Like it got separated from the continent of Africa and just kind of did its own thing. But early on, it's very beautiful there. But unfortunately, one of the things that's not beautiful about it is there's a fucking wicked case of the plague going around right now. Oh, no. Yes. That's, that's the problem. There's, there's an upside to separating yourself from society because you're like, yeah. all right, well, we can be pristine. But if you don't have modern medical facilities and that kind of stuff, you can go the other way. Exactly. So the captain's like, look... I know my kind have been known to go too close to places, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a wide berth to this Madagascar. I'm in charge here. Yeah. I make the rules. For sure. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, let's pass on that. Like, let's go to Cozumel or one of those chill places, you know, the Bahamas. We don't need to fuck around with any plague. Meanwhile, some Frenchman passenger, Elaine John... Fifty-three. He fucking raised a mutiny amongst all the passengers and was like, "Oh no, fuck no! I need to go get uh, one of those tall hurricane drinks on Madagascar." Like, you're you're stopping. You're supposed. I paid my money. You don't understand. I want to see these zebras that talk like Chris Rock. Yes, exactly. I need a lemur that talks like Sasha Baron Cohen. He was like, let's bounce over there and see the fucking lemur tribes that are running the island. You understand there's a fucking plague there, The plague. And so meanwhile, he gets like all the other passengers to do like sit-ins and like bitch. Like it's a fucking lunch counter in the south in the 60s. Yeah, and he so he's like, try. we need to see the plague. Right. He tried to stage a coup claiming that the ship had become a floating prison <laughs> because they couldn't go to Madagascar, which is kind of weird because, like, <laughs> it's a cruise ship, so it, it was probably already teeming with illness, both known and unknown right. illness. And people were probably murdering their spouses left and right. And imagine, imagine like after. What what better way to murder your spouse than send them into a den of plagues? That's true. That's true. Maybe that maybe that was Elaine. All right, honey, I just have to get something back in the room. But go ahead. Maybe, maybe that was Elaine John's plan. Is like he had a wife murder <laughs> plan. He knew about my the murder. plague. It's being foiled. Yes. Um, I was going to feed my wife to the lion that talks like Ben Stiller. <laughs> uh, Jean told Le Parisien, oh yeah, he goes to his hometown newspaper, things started things started to heating up. 150 euro when a major part of the trip is canceled and a drink on board costs 5 euro. That evening, we organized a protest in the restaurant. There were 60 of us banging our fists on the table to alert the crew, other cruise passengers, this con job. Con job? He didn't want you to die. More than twelve hundred people on Madagascar. So is he is he implying that he he would get cheaper drinks right. on land yes. at Madagascar? Plagueville drinks. Give, give me the the finest glass of plague. <laughs> yes. Extra ice. 
Extra Chateau de Plaine. Extra bacteria in, infused ice, please. More than 1,200 people are on Madagascar are infected with the deadly plague, which the World Health Organization has warned could spread easily across the region. Oh, yeah, let's fucking put it on a boat and then bring that boat to a real place. Right. Not a good idea. Let's go to a modern city. Exactly. Warnings have been issued for nine countries surrounding Madagascar, including cruise hotspots, the Seychelles, and... I always have a hard time with this one. In Moritius, Moritius, Mauritius, Mauritius. Are you sure? Right. I don't know. I'm just going. Uh, I did see somebody recently, like in the last year, I saw pictures of Seychelles or whatever it's called. That place is spectacular. Yeah, that's where they ended up. That's where the ship went to instead. It cruised the, the mm. Seychelles, which is just fucking beautiful. Um, anyway, don't go on cruises. We've talked about that on the show many times. Right. Fun. But if you're on the cruise, don't get off the cruise so you can go into a, a place teeming with the Black Plague. Right. It's the, there's already enough things on the ship. Did you see, like, I've never been on a cruise, but they look like the den of horror. Didn't we talk about on this show the electrician that got cut in half by the cruise? Yeah, the blood blood was pouring down the walls. by the cruise elevator. (laughs) Like like a horror movie. And do you think because they couldn't refill in in Gascar that they ran out of food like 20 minutes later? Like they need... (laughs) What food? They need those stops. Please... I need a banana, an infected banana, please. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite stories that we've talked about in quite a while. I posted a link today to the on the Baller Lifestyle pace, oh, Facebook yeah. page. Well, sometimes we like to spotlight heroes. Some just beautiful human being. I don't know if this is an inside job, because I think it might be like at a ski resort, but it's not, you know, it hasn't... Um, snowed yet this is in austria hold on i've lost the story mm-hmm. um somebody went up to a 6200 foot peak in austria and erected like a five foot by two foot wide it's got some girth to it wooden cock standing upright look go to our facebook page the baller lifestyle podcast on facebook and look at this beautiful wooden, it appears to be uncut. Would you say uncut, Ed? I'm not going to look again. I thought it, uh, I thought it was no, That's cut. what I mean. No, cut. I'm sorry. I get those confused. It doesn't appear yeah. to have any foreskin, which... Yeah, there's a, there's a clear which helmet. Which makes you wonder, was it a German that did this? Was it an Austrian? Or was there, or were they trying to throw... People off the scent. Were they trying to blame the Jews? Yeah. Blame it on the done Jews. That before, Ed. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Austrians yes. have been known Would to be do the that. First time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody hiked up there. No one has claimed responsibility for the surprisingly realistic monument, which stands several feet tall. Yeah, it's about five feet tall, I'd say. Though impressive relative to the overall size of the mountain 
The sculpture is rather modest. I mean, it's not, it could be bigger, but they had to get it up there. It's pretty like, impressive. And it's in, it's, it's near a yeah, cliff. It's way up. So somebody either had to, it's a death yeah, defying Somebody had dump. to hike it up there. It's fucking probably weighs at least a few hundred pounds. It's a, it's like a wooden, it's yeah, solid it's like a, wood. It's like a log that's been carved to look like a dick. And it's a nice looking dick. It's got, it's pretty symmetrical. It's got a good head. Yeah, I think it's a nice looking dong. It's it's a literal and figurative uh, yeah. wood. Um, there's pictures of it, like I said on our Facebook page. It's all it's a big thing all over the internet. It's 6,200 feet in the air, and it's supported by rocks at its base. But apparently, the um, the mountain people, the ski lift people, are like, "Hey, you better go up there and check it out because as soon as the snow comes." It's gonna, it's gonna probably blow over or roll down the mountain or something. There's, there's gonna be a second part to this story. Yeah. Cause that thing is heavy enough that if that's going downhill, yeah. that dong could take out like, that could cause a car could, accident. Yeah. Like it's, it could be pretty could kill dangerous. You know how they like have to, when the snow builds up, they have to like, um, shoot it with a cannon so it doesn't, so a natural avalanche doesn't right. start. Like cause, Cause mini yeah, They might have to do like their own cock, cock a lanch with this thing. Like, because it's just too, too, yeah, it's just, it's just too dangerous. Or, or yeah. you ride it like a, like yeah. a toboggan. You go, yeah, you could get a couple of broads on it. You put strap. <laughs> oh, that would be spectacular. Yeah, strap video. some, put, nail some skis to the bottom of it, some planks, and just sure. kind of, Get on there, put put some reins on it, a little handle, and just or have like a like a James Bond yeah, porn yes. parody, and then just have somebody yes. go down. Give it, yeah, give it a like proper send off. I mean, it's just it's just such a beautiful icon. It's like it's like a drawn dick, but like a thousand times better. It's like the Stonehenge. How long do you think it took to make that? I mean, to make like a. Like almost human size, like it's 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 got to be like five yeah, six feet. I don't. I mean, it's it's nice looking, but like those guys in Alaska can carve a full totem pole with a with a uh, chainsaw in like an hour. So I don't. You oh, know, really? I mean, obviously, I, I was thinking this would take like no. Well, I mean, it no, depends on the not. kind of tools you have, what kind of craftsman you are. I don't want to insult this guy's ability. Hey, what are you working on there? <laughs> Dita, I'll just what is your next project? I can't wait to see. Are you are you making another beautiful credenza for the parlor? Franz, Franz, I like the curved uh, top to this. What 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 are you creating? It almost looks like a tall mushroom. What is this? It, it appears to have a helmet. Are you creating a beautiful tribute to our fallen comrades in World War One? Oh yeah, Gert. Is that a doughboy helmet you've created? Gert. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, all right, Ed. It is time for our very own fancy sauce to join the program. It's the pop culture segment. It is the part of the show that everybody enjoys. She comes in. Like a house of fire, she 
causes a ruckus. She makes a bit of noise, but she brings the heat when it comes to gossip, celebrity news, all sorts of unfortunate celebrity news these days. Really, yeah. Like I feel like week. people that say we've gotten too political. Now I sort of agree with them, but. It's because I don't want to hear any more celebrity goss because it's all just so depressing. We'll see what she has for us today. Of course, it is fancy sauce. How are you, fancy? Hey guys, I didn't make any. No- I didn't make a hey, racket Kate. today. Oh, I was very cool, quiet sure as did. a mouse. Well, a lot of times I don't know. Right, went yeah, stealth. I mean, you didn't, didn't ever know I was here, did yeah, you? You didn't. Like I don't know. A lot of people will point it out to me. They'll be like, "Hey, that really good at the." Um, one twelve mark when uh, when fancy sauce like put her coffee cup down or yeah like keep that. it exciting yeah, yeah no, keeping it's good. it real it's really good um, I believe we have a quick email before we get into your segment Kate let's see here okay hey baller gang hey I am writing to apologize to you last month I sold a vintage stereo on eBay. And I, and I brought it to a UPS store to ship it safely. The idiots did not wrap it properly and it was damaged in transit. Because of this, the buyer filed a dispute with eBay. Mm-hmm. And he is totally justified. But because of this, my PayPal account has been frozen. So my latest Patreon contribution was not processed. I will get this fixed ASAP (laughs) so you can get the cash you richly deserve. Really enjoyed Karate Kid 2 podcast. Another triumph. Chuck, a.k.a. Snowjet SST. A.k.a. AKA Hero in my book. Yeah, Chuck, you're a hero, and uh, good luck on, on, you know, getting it cleared up. I mean, that is that is a profitable business ripping people well, off on eBay. Well, how dare so you? I hope you get to get back <laughs> well, on your feet. I hope this doesn't affect your seller rating. Yes, some. So I'm very like Kate McManus is super protective of her seller rating. Although she never sold something on eBay. I yeah, bought. I bought. I bought sold. and sold. But it's hard when you're not if you don't have a store on eBay. Like people don't trust you if you're just selling your shit. Like like OG the using eBay in the spirit in which it was intended of people just selling their shit from their house. People are kind of like leery of you because you haven't sold 10,000 things that month. Well, the thing they encourage you to leave feedback for people. Yeah, always leave so feedback. people leave feedback yeah. and then you, you have like, uh, if you have a good rating, like I do hundred percent. Yeah, of course you do. Um, five star seller, yes. people will buy from you. That's right. You gotta be out. Yeah. You gotta have a good rating. It's just crowdsourcing. Like one time, what in the early days of eBay, I bought a T-shirt that I thought was extra large, and it was toddler extra large. <laughs> was it your? That was was it your mistake? I one time because it was way before kids, and so I get this thing in the mail. I felt pretty. Uh, I one time I've forgotten about this. I bid on some golf clubs and won, and I was like, oh, I got a smoking deal on these golf clubs, and I went back to like send my shipping info, and saw that the clubs I had won. We're left-handed and I am not left-handed. So I had to immediately reach out and go, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Please don't kill my rating, but I'm not, I made a mistake in this bid. 
Very, very stupid of me. Also, this guy, Chuck, a.k.a. Snowjet SST, he really got me interested because I happen to love vintage stereo equipment. It's one of my passions. It Something is. And it's good because Chuck sells a lot <laughs> well, of broken shit. So you The thing is, if him. you're shipping a vintage stereo receiver, the shipping alone can be a few hundred dollars because they're so fucking heavy. Mm. And you got to pack them. So I asked him... If this was a Marantz, which is kind of like the gold standard in vintage stereo receivers. And he won up to me. He said, no, it was actually a Pioneer SX-1250, which many of you will know might be the greatest stereo receiver ever made. So thoughts and prayers, Chuck, on your loss and to the buyer of your thing. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Okay. I have some O.J. Simpson news. Oh, the juice. is He's on the loose. Yeah. The juice is definitely on the loose. Um, Do you think, since he's been out, has he fucked, like, every minute since he's been out? And also... Yes. He's got to pay for it, right? He's or do you think there's only sex skanks? Now. Right. There's it would have to be prostitutes, right? Because not a regular. Oh, chick. there's like some regular crazy some chicks. Frauds some out there. chicks would fuck him for the story. Yeah, there's yeah. some. There's some crazy. That's not there's a story. Some crazy wanna, people out yeah. there. I mean, he had he had girlfriends. He's had many girlfriends since you know he murdered those two people. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's um, going on? Kate? So apparently, according to. Premier news source TMZ, where oh, I get a lot of my world news it's from. It's one of the He was at the click bar sites. in Vegas at around um, midnight it's, Wednesday it's when he cl- drunkenly started arguments with hotel staff Uh-oh. who called security after glasses broke. Security yeah. escorted Simpson out of the building um, where he's now no longer welcome. Yeah. Apparently, Simpson's claiming this is untrue. Well... I mean, glasses were broken, and this guy is shown that he's not afraid to both stab. If you're banned from a hotel in Vegas, yeah, you probably did something. Having OJ Simpson, having it be known that OJ Simpson likes to hang out at the Cosmopolitan, yeah, at your hotel. hotel. I think I don't. I'm not really super familiar with Vegas anymore, um, but I think Cosmopolitan might be like a pretty nice hotel um i don't think they want to be known as the place that oj simpson hangs out um yeah so probably not. good for them around broken glass um he will do something to get himself in trouble again although he's in his 70s now so he could you know come down with als any day but you don't want to be the guy that he tests oh no 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 tests probably. out like to see if no, he still has the no, murdering in no, him that's for sure you definitely don't I've got good news for you two. Oh, oh yes. You two Lord of the Rings oh, fans. Nice. Oh, no. Yes. In its quest to launch a hit fantasy series 
of the Game of Thrones caliber. Amazon has Uh-oh. closed a massive deal oh, said no. to be close to $250 million to acquire global rights to Lord Ooh. of the Rings <laughs> based on the Ooh. fantasy novels no. by J.R.R. Tolkien, Ooh. which I read when I was a youngster. Yeah, I think everybody did. <laughs> the, f- the first... The first movie, really good. When people are making a big yeah. deal, like the I first just, it's one like of them, they've yes. been, they've, the movies have been made, all yeah. five of them. It's basically series length. There was three. Why movies. do we need a CGI oh, heavy TV show yeah. when we've had the CGI heavy movies? Yes, Ed, Ed, you were not in on the first movie. Well, I watched it because I was like, I, I got to yeah. check this out, and. It was like three hours of people hiking. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole. There, there's so many. No, come so on. Many hills, like that's all. I, I just, just Gollum, Gollum, and what's the dragon's name? There's a fucking dragon that they have to kill. Like, there's all You're sorts of cool at the wrong person. I, it, but I just want to stress. I hated that movie more than <laughs> really about interesting. It. What about the Hobbit movies, Ed? Were you all in on those? <laughs> no, I, I I did gut out that first like three yeah. hour movie and then that was it. But I do want to stress that Amazon has paid two hundred and fifty million just for the rights before any cost for wow. development talent they production. Have all the money. They have all the money. I mean that's an insane amount of money just for money. rights. They- they got nothing but money. The Tolkien they estate so shopped yeah. it around to Amazon, Netflix and HBO and Amazon Amazon One. Is your countryman Peter Jackson? going to be involved because you're going to you know need that him. he's a kiwi you're going to need him he's a kiwi he's a like kiwi. kate your is your countryman that's a funny joke peter jackson <laughs> did his staples stick or is he big um i don't know big that's to little. Yes. does he do you think he goes around with the pants ed did he drink enough milkshakes to burst through it <laughs> did he do you think he got the uh he got gutted was I'm that gonna, Oh, no, you know, know that's a known him. thing. Peter Jackson. Yeah, Peter Jackson. He went. He went from lots. like extra large to small. I I sort of remember that he won a lot of awards. And I'll say this: the first movie I was kind of in on. I thought it was kind of badass. The yeah, hiking, the hiking one? one. Well, they're all hiking ones. Then the second or and the second and third, I think, played out. Oh my as, god, he looks like a totally different person. He's all skinny, right? Well, this is from 2011. Oh, well, that was a while ago. Um, then the second and third one was a, like a whole long, it was two movies of hiking ed. And then at the very end, the fucking wizard or the, I can't remember who somebody jumps on the back of an Eagle and flies to the top of a mountain, which is pretty cool. Except why didn't you just do that in the fucking first place? Why didn't you call the, no, they needed to hike rather than this is, hike up the hill. Well, they yes, just rode an do eagle. It, if you want to lose weight, Peter Jackson Apparently has been living Subway. had been living a Subway healthier diet. lifestyle ever since Subway. he undertook a grueling ten month production shoot for the two thousand and five blockbuster King Kong. He oh, says, man. I just got tired of being overweight and unfit, so I changed yes. my diet from hamburgers to yoga to muesli, and it seems oh, to work. Muesli. As a result That's of a that grain. simple change, Jackson says he lost more than seventy pounds um after shooting King Kong. Mm, but he got fat again. Oh, I don't know if he got fat again. He started he started drinking your um more of that Stein lager that you guys are popular for, that you guys are known for. And We're not known for, oh. Stein lager. Yeah, funny. Your national beer. Funny. Uh, okay, Kate. What else is going on in the world? Let me tell culture? you. 
let me update you on all the creepers in Hollywood oh, because my God. every day it's somebody else yes. being rolled out. Yes. So we've now heard that Louis C.K. has been accused by five women of Se- sexual serial jerker sexual mm-hmm. misconduct. Well, he yes, admitted, yes. right? He admitted it. He wrote what I th- yeah. thought was more of a damage control statement than a heartfelt it, apology. Not, you're saying he's insincere. In I, I felt apology. like it was manipulative. It lacked the phrase. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yes. or I'm so sorry. Yes. And it just felt a little manipulative. And he tried to say, I learned later in life about the power dynamic that I was exploiting. Yes. I don't believe that. I believe you knew exactly what you were doing and that you were getting off on what you were doing at the time you did it. I don't think you later figured it out. So I felt like that was bullshit. And I wish someone would just come out. I I wish someone would just come out and say, I get off on exploiting women because I have more power than they do in this situation. Just say it. Everyone knows it. I'm not sure that's his thing. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I get it's fully creepy and, and you don't think what's his thing, making women feel uncomfortable by jerking off in front of them. Like Oh two and Oh three. Yes. That's or the incidents from a long time ago. So it, it does jive with the timeline saying I, you know, I realized this was, like, I feel like a lot of this was happening. I mean, who knows? It could have been happening until totally. last year or yep. this year. But but, but the things that the Times had, those were, like, a yep. long time ago. My, my thing. But these stories have been floating around for a long time. Yeah, he, should have, he should have definitely he, he, he Right. From incidents But instead, a long time he's ago. had his manager and his lawyers discrediting, discrediting these women's claims for years. Yeah, that was so a mistake. So he can fuck off. Yeah. I would Sorry, say though, ran over. I would maybe. say though that he, I don't know. It's the timing is definitely bad because this is like it's a he's a wash in the in you know all these rape stories and right. This is different from yeah, fucking Weinstein. This a, is different. It's different. It's still wrong. Yeah, for it's sure. It's Still sexual harassment. Hundred percent. He still knew he was sexually harassing these women. Yes. And that was part of what people get off on when they do yeah. this kind of thing. Yes. Um, and I just think, like, he should have been a little bit more honest about it. He definitely should have gotten out in front of it because he's now he's but, washed in with these other but, people. And he also praises his manager. I agree it's wrong, but what, what if this apology. happened a long time ago? Aren't you supposed to, I mean, at this point, if you've you learned it's wrong, like, if that's true, like... Are you supposed to say, "Hey, I did this"? Like, like you probably don't well, want to say that. Just I don't know. You're not. You're not supposed because to wait till you until get two weeks ago. People got away with this shit yeah. all the time. I'm just saying, from his perspective, like the freight train is rolling. Like, if if he hadn't gotten caught for something 15 years ago, maybe you just keep. I mean, we we don't know if he kept yeah. doing it, but I'm just saying, like, for an old incident, why get in? front of it if nobody well, ever just, gets caught doing this shit until the, like, I mean month. there was people definitely were talking about it it was like a known thing and I just feel like he's probably in a lot of ways like very relieved that it's come out because it was probably hard to live with for all those years knowing that it was it would eventually come out but I, well I'm sure as soon as Weinstein came out I'm sure he'd I, be like, oh, I think it comes I think Louis will 
come back. I just, I feel like people will forgive him. I don't yeah, I, f- I think, I think so this too. is in the Woody Allen category. Uh, it's not even, not. Of, no, because Woody Allen's been accused well, of, of molesting his own daughter. Yeah, no, no, he. No, no, no. But that, that, there, there was no real evidence on that one. This, there's, the, his the, daughter the said my dad molested me. Him is the soon. I know his thing. daughter, his yes, daughter. Yes, she did. His, his daughter. Dylan. Yeah, but the timeline didn't. It was Ronan saying it, and it, no, she made a she made a statement. About also, it. he married his stepdaughter. Like I don't like Louis's yeah. not as so, bad as but Woody I'm Allen. Saying, that's super creepy and yes. weird. But like nobody has him for a crime, which is what I think ultimately happens with Louis. If you're talented yeah. enough, like this kind of goes away. Whereas if you're like caught raping someone, of course. I just think that that's it's different. the thing that st- it sticks with you. He'll just be the weirdo. It's who's creepy and it's awful, and he should be more contrite. But it, he didn't. Rape His faux apology pissed me off. Yeah. Okay. Just what else, Kate? About it. Um, on to the next one. Oh, okay. Um, so Gal Gadot, who played Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh She's my so God. hot. She is Gal refusing Gadot to sign up for here. a superhero sequel unless the movie maker. Brett Ratner, who yes. produced the first Wonder Woman, right. is killed from the franchise. Yeah, good for they her. They can't make another one yeah. really without you her. Need, they could try to replace her, but I think part of the, the movie. film success yes, was that she Yes, of course. Was, no, that movie yeah. did so well. You have to have it. her, and she's she's wielding her power like so many men do in Hollywood, so good for her. You know, that movie's gross more than $400 million yeah. internationally. It's woman director, woman star. Right, when, you make, when you make that kind of money, like, yep. yeah. The star is is yep. calling. You got your fans. you got your chance. They'll get somebody else to come in and fund the thing. Yeah. So, so she wants um, Warner Brothers to buy Brett out of his financing deal with him and, yep. and get rid of him yep. before she will sign on to do another one. For then sure. we've got um, just ultimate creeper, hot mess. Tom Sizemore, a story about how he was removed oh. from a movie set from allegedly violating. Yes, this is new. An eleven-year-old girl. It would be surprising yeah. if Tom Sizemore wasn't. <laughs> In this he is. This is really gross. Such a good actor. Yeah. So apparently, um, He's good. I think they were doing some reshoots um, on this movie, where he had to have the young girl that played his daughter sit on his knee in a nightgown, oh and she God. said that he. Um, it sounds like he may have touched her yeah, and even and even um, penetrated oh her with his. God. Oh my God! While she was is that what the story the says. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Not good. Any more? This is such a bummer. It's just all so horrendous. Spacey's done, right? Spacey's, Spacey, Spacey was trying to rape Spacey, underage boys. Spacey will never war- like, work that's, again. You don't come back that's from that. That's over. It's crazy to think that the guy was a movie star two weeks ago, and he's not. He'll never be in anything ever again. Mm-hmm. Shit he's in. Yeah. They're reshooting the parts with him. And they're him. replacing him. That's great. Yeah. But I would say the difference in a guy like Spacey was he was a super talented yeah. actor, but he wasn't like a bankable force. Like people didn't show up for everything he did because. No, he, but he was a good, um, solid character actor. That but I'm just saying draw. those guys can yeah. disappear. I mean, he's he if if Tom Cruise, if Tom Cruise, we found out that he was taking shots at young boys. That guy has a better chance of getting in another blockbuster. Kevin Spacey, the world doesn't really yeah. need him. He's a great actor, but there are other yes. great actors. 
he's not a bankable force. He's he's just gone because the the world no. doesn't need him. He's gone. We're not going to see him again. Mm-hmm. And he could face charges. Like he could go to prison theoretically. And I have one last right. creeper alert. Uh oh. Hotelier, celebrity hotelier Andre Balage. This is. Do you um, know who this is? He's Uma Thurman's boyfriend. Do yes. They, do they um, have children? Celebrity hotel. I mean, come on. No, that's not a celebrity, yeah, he, is it? He, I mean, he kind of is. He runs in those circles. I want to say he's produced movies too. He's a, he's a big cash guy. Um. Yeah. So. He, apparently, he owns the Chateau Marmont. And not that long ago, November 2014, married actors Jason Bateman and his wife Amanda Anka attended a dinner party in London for the premiere of um, Bateman's movie Horrible Bosses 2. And I'm just trying to figure out. So I guess she, Amanda was climbing up something. She was giving a tour. Yeah. And she was climbing up something. They had to climb a ladder or something. Maybe they were going onto a roof. Yeah. He had her go in front of her. And while, and he was right behind her, he reached up inside her skirt and groped her her. crotch. Yeah. What's wrong with people? Uh, Bateman became aware and last week the couple confirmed the incident but in a statement released by their publicist Bateman's a national treasure he's the best um confirming that the account of Andre Bellage's outrageous and vile behavior on that night in London is factual his actions were dealt with at the time apparently is he still Uma Thurman's boyfriend do they have children Mr. Bateman at the time confronted the hotel owner spitting gum in his face and the Batemans hastily left the hotel other than Jason Bateman being a gum chewer there's (laughs) he really can do no wrong in my book I agree and I was very happy to see him sitting field side during the Dodgers there's other incidences in this article um I'm not going to read them all out but um he has you know this kind of behavior yes. is, uh, is something that he's been perpetrating for a while. Celebrity. His hotels might be celebrities. I mean, he's a known guy. He's he's yeah. just a rich guy. He's but a like, rich guy, but that means everybody. Well, well, he's like Schrager in Us magazine. Also like a, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can be a celebrity chef. You can be a celebrity hotelier. He's a, hotel, yeah. he's you a can celebrity. Be a, a, yeah, a celebrity boyfriend. hotel and yeah. or a restaurant owner. Archie Busson. I'm the arbiter of who's a celebrity. Steve, who's the guy that who's the guy that put a baby in Elizabeth Hurley? Steve Bing, Bing, Stephen Bing. He's he's on that level. Oh, ex 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 roommate, ding ding ding, used to sex Steve Bing. Steve Bing, he's a billionaire. She should have held on to him. Oh, she tried. Is he allowed? Yeah, how's he? Yes, can you speak to his Uh, coming ability? he, He wasn't. He didn't come over. Chilling at our apartment. He has. He lives in a suite at the Four Seasons. How how louder her bings? (laughs) His bings. Uh, That's pretty good. Uh, Okay, Kate. What else is going on? That's my. That's my roundup. That's it. So depressing. Yeah. Sorry. Jeez. (laughs) Just a bunch of. Oh my god. Wow. Wait a. End on a high note. Well, we did have that OJ story. That was. Um, I've been hearing all this thing about Meek Mill. Yeah. Who is he? Ed? He's a rapper. Ed, you're a hip-hop aficionado. He's a rapper that's doing some time for a probation violation, he's going I back, believe. He's going to prison, and he's already been in prison. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick has he's a... largely uh, underwhelming. Colin Kaepernick's on that. He, he's yeah. talking about the injustice of how many young men black. of color, yeah. black men are, yeah. are incarcerated in this country for, um, you know, not... 
just small yeah. violations. I, I think that is certain, certainly a discussion yeah, to be sure. had. Crack versus but, powder cocaine. But uh, w- one thing I will say back to these uh, scandals, I, I have seen a, a crazy amount of stories like, hey, why didn't John Stewart, why, why, did, why wasn't he more, you know, apologetic? And it's like, you know, he believed his friend and his friend, you know, lied. But like, what is it on John Stewart that Louis C.K. was really, you know, a real deal? Yeah. Like, if somebody asks you about your friend you, you and you laugh it off, that's not your fault that, like, he turned out to be a real shit. Like, I don't know. I've seen, like, a few of these. Like, oh, I can't believe, you know, silence from this guy. Like, why, why is that on him? He, he can yeah. do whatever he wants. That's a... That's Louis C.K.'s problem, not John Stewart's yeah, Ma- problem. Mark but, Mar- but like Mark other talked exactly. about that on his podcast where he was like, he'd heard the rumors too, mm-hmm. and he confronted Louis about them, and Louis said that it wasn't true and that he wouldn't address it because yeah. it would turn into a bigger thing. And, right. And I imagine that was a lot of his friends. Yeah. I just, I, I don't think everybody should be held accountable for somebody's right. shitty behavior. That's personal that's, responsibility. That's. On the on the yeah. shitty person. Uh, okay, depressing end. Well, yeah, and I heard no I've heard a lot no um, about the Roy Moore oh, allegations. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a real piece of shit. And that these allegations, <laughs> these these allegations all. will probably galvanize his supporters yeah. in Alabama, the South of the South, yeah. will really pull through again yeah. and elect him as yes. a senator. Uh, well, I mean. I think I think it's important to to remember that he was the most horrendous piece of shit before right. we found out he yes. was a right. toucher. There you go. The most mm-hmm. racist, homophobic yeah. piece of well, shit. Well, when the uh, when the other when Kentucky's own Mitch McConnell, who's a massive piece of shit in his own right, right. says, "Oh no, fuck this guy. I don't want to be associated <laughs> yeah. with him." There you go. Uh, okay, Thanks, that's guys. it. Excellent job. Thanks, Kate. Ed Daly, excellent job for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 195 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.